Hello and welcome to the ADHD Guru Podcast. My name is Jonathan Carroll. I am an ADHD and executive functioning coach. Uh, For more information on me, you can visit my website at ADHDguru.com. You can call me at area code 877-398-2343, 877-398-2343. You can send me an email to Jonathan, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, at ADHDEFcoach.com. You can follow me on Twitter at ADHD Guru. Uh, you can find my videos on YouTube at youtube.com slash ADHD Guru. So um, that's some information about me. Uh, let me give you some additional announcements. One is that I am very excited to be a part of the 7th Annual ADHD Awareness Expo from October 2nd through October 8th, 2016, um, hosted by my really good friend Tara McGillicuddy. Uh, Tara's uh, had me as a guest on her podcast a few times. You can find more about Tara um, on iTunes at ADHD Support Talk Radio um, and on the web at ADHDSupportTalk.com. And she has some uh, really interesting guests and offers a lot of information about ADHD uh, through her podcast and some of the other things she does online. Uh, For more information on the Awareness Expo, uh, you can visit ADHDExpo.com. Again, that's going to be from October 2nd through October 8th, 2016. Um, it's a virtual uh, conference of a lot of awesome information on ADHD and uh, techniques and um, just full of great information. So I, w- I would check that out if I were you. Um, I will be speaking at 5 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Central um, that particular Friday on um, success in social situations. So you can see my video and again, you can see a lot of other people's videos Um really some helpful information. So I would check that out again, ADHDexpo.com. So with that, um, I will lead into our topic of today, which is uh, adult ADHD. So there's a lot of information out there about adult ADHD and uh, some really great information. Um, I want to come at this from a little bit of a different perspective um, and offer some thoughts and suggestions on things that... um, you could do to sort of help the process along. So let me kind of uh, go to the beginning. So let's say um, you're an adult with ADHD. Maybe your child's been diagnosed with ADHD or you've read about it or you found information about it or your friend has it or whatever. And you say, you know, boy, a lot of those traits really register home with me. You know, I have trouble organizing, staying on task. Um, You know, the, the real stereotypical traits of ADHD and you say, okay, so you know, maybe there's something, there's a reason why I'm not finding the success that I should be. So you say, okay, maybe I have this thing called ADHD. Um, a lot of people over the years have suggested that ADHD is a uh, childhood dis- you know, disorder. Um, as we've learned over the years, that's not the case. It kind of sticks with us the rest of our lives. I always like to remind you that I am an adult with ADHD. So um you know, it doesn't quite go away so fast. So, okay, so you've gone through, you think think you have this. So um, what are the ways of getting diagnosed? Well, I always, for at least younger uh, individuals with ADHD, you know, I really like to have a full neuropsychological evaluation because I think it's important to rule out other things before calling it ADHD. And, you know, from a school standpoint, testing standpoint, things like that, um, that information is... Um, important that we um, get the proper diagnosis so that a younger learner can can get the help that he or she needs. 
Now, as an adult, it may not necessarily be the case. So um, the testing accommodations, things in school um, are not as are probably don't apply. So you may not need to go through the full diagnostic battery to figure out what's going on. So um, maybe you can visit a, a neuropsychologist who, uh, through the interviewing process, can determine whether or not you're looking at adult ADHD. Uh, maybe they'll have you fill out some questionnaires or things like that. So the process is probably a lot smoother and a lot more cost effective. Unfortunately, a full neuropsychological evaluation um, is a time-consuming and expensive thing. And again, it's it's great for young uh, you know, individuals with it, but for adults, it probably isn't as relevant. So I would say that um, if you're an adult, I would probably suggest that you, you know, you're, you're welcome to go through a th- full neuropsychological evaluation, but maybe the more effective method is just sort of having um, it diagnosed in, in, in a less evasive format. So um, you do that and then you say, okay, so now that I'm diagnosed and now that I figure what's going on, uh, what are my options? So there's a few of them. I mean, the big one is medication. So a lot of my clients uh, that are adults will, you know, start with medication, you know, and, and, and that's a conversation really for your doctor or psychiatrist to tell you what different options there are. And there should always be a as I always like to say, medication is an evolving thing and it should be constantly monitored. So let's say you decide to go the medication route. You find a dose of medication that really works for you. Uh, you stick with that and you find that the medication is helping you uh, sort of curve some of the, let's not call them bad habits, but the things that you want to improve upon, the medication helps. That's great. Uh, I was like to say, I'm not an anti-medication person. I think medication is a personal and medical choice it's not a cho- you know it's not an opinion choice um, I find medication has done great things for some of my clients uh, medication has really helped with some of the impulsivity and some of the focus issues that are present so what method you choose to pick is really up to you so whether you want medication or not uh, then there's other interventions if some people go through therapy uh, some people see a coach like me who offers uh, support in a way of like identifying success strategies um, and and don't take this as a plug for me by any stretch but I think sometimes one of the challenges with medication is you 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 find that oh wow I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a difference of how I organize my time and this and that but where you have a challenge is that you may not have some of the other skills necessary for success so um, using medication and, and and coaching or therapy or group therapy or Whatever method you find works for you is a, is a great way to go. So um, I don't suggest that uh, you strictly go by medication. I think you have to go by medication and at least in the initial stages, a, 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 a similar intervention before um, just going with straight medication. So th- those are some things you can do. Uh, conversations with uh, your coworkers or your boss or your family. Um are also very important. I believe in transparency. Some people I work with uh, don't agree with me on that, and that's okay. I think it's important that you evaluate the situation. You know, and, and, I, and I like to say is, does this individual have to know about your ADHD? What benefit does it have for you to explain that to somebody? So let me take that a little bit further. So if you have a job where 
let's say your ADHD has caused you some concerns. Okay, and, and again, that happens sometimes. Potentially, that could lead you to losing your job or maybe not going as far ahead as you'd like or things like that. And maybe through a simple intervention, you know, like the medication or coaching, you're able to perform your job better. Well, in that case, you probably want to inform your employer. Uh, I don't like using ADHD as an excuse when someone's about to lose his or her job because I think that's really unfair. Uh, some people like to throw that Hail Mary. I think it's it's like, great, if you're almost about to lose your job and you try to play that card, um, chances are they're going to try to find something, some other reason to relieve you of your employment. So I like to use it more as an ounce of prevention, not a pound of cure. And I think a lot of people um, would see that, especially in the in, as an employer, as that type of method. So um, who you share that information with is important. If in your marriage, your ADHD or ADHD traits you feel are impacting that, being transparent with your spouse is really important. Like, you know, I'm working on that. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what this is. I am working on it, and hopefully through that process, you end up getting to a better place. So I would suggest, too, it's really important that, um, again, you recognize the situation. If it's important to tell your spouse or your partner uh, about your ADHD and how it impacts the situation. Um, I work with a lot of adults, and and I find a theme with a lot of adults are they've had, unfortunately, some relationships that haven't worked out. And as, as we continue to work through the process, what we find is that some of their traits related to ADHD may have rubbed the partner um, the wrong way or may have caused concerns. But by addressing those, it really helps to improve a relationship. I mean, I'll give you an example from my life is, uh, you know, I, I, I am in a tremendously awesome marriage now. This is my second marriage. Uh, my, my wife is my partner, my soulmate, the person in this world that I love and trust the most. And uh, that didn't come easily. You know, she really gets me because, again, I've been very transparent with her about my ADHD. In my first marriage, it wasn't so much. And, and a lot of the negative traits associated with ADHD certainly creeped into our marriage. And I think it put a lot of stress on my first wife. And um, it was very difficult for her to handle. And, and it really led to um, a breakdown in our marriage. Um, not a blame thing. I think it's just the way it was. So, um, we had that process process affected. So, um, I think that you have to recognize the situation and, 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 and go back again to the saying, the ounce of prevention is better than the pound of cure. So hopefully some of these things will help you, uh, come to some level of understanding about what it's like to be an adult with ADHD or, or how, you should approach finding out if you have ADHD. So just to quickly recap, you know, what's your reason for being diagnosed? What, what do you need? What benefit are you hoping to get out of it? Is it for personal clarification? Is it for um, trying to find the best career for yourself? Uh, there's a variety of reasons. So you know, what is the reason for the diagnosis? Uh, what are some interventions you'd like to try? Is it medication? Is it coaching? Is it therapy? Is it a variety of things? Um, and you know what's the end game going to be like? What do you what at the end of the day are you hoping to improve upon and continue to thrive and be successful with? So those are some things to think about. Um, again, my name is Jonathan Carroll. 
Uh, I am an ADHD and executive function coach. You can find out more about me by visiting my website at ADHDguru.com. You can call me at area code 877-398-2343. You can send me an email to Jonathan, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, at ADHDEFcoach.com. You can uh, visit my YouTube page, which is youtube.com slash ADHDguru. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you. And hopefully this has been helpful. Uh, And if you really love it, if you could leave me some feedback on either iTunes or Google Play Store, it'd be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, and I will see you soon.